Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, host of Gospel Way Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Your Life Matters. All right, so understand that you are a seed of its kind, meaning from the human race. All right, with that, every seed has a purpose. You have a purpose. You have a right to be here. God has plans for your life. There are things that he wants you to accomplish for the kingdom with your life. All right. So before we get started, I want to just say this. Know that when all else fails, Jesus is always there with you. When everybody turns their back on you. Jesus is there with you. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us. Now, one thing we must settle in our hearts is that the truth is God cannot lie. It is impossible for him to lie. So with that understanding, when you settle that in your heart, Everything in the Bible, his word, becomes alive in truth in your heart. But you have to settle that he is who he is and what he says is truth. You have to settle that. You have to settle that it is impossible for God to lie. Once you settle that in your heart and believe it in your spirit, when you read his words, it will jump off the page to you. He will be speaking directly to your spirit. All right. Now, in Hebrews chapter four, verses 12 through 16, I'm going to read this from the New King James Version as it is written. For the word of God is active and alive, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of our heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid before his eyes of him whom we must give account. All right. So with that being said, with that truth being spoken, Understand that your life has purpose. You matter to God. No matter what nobody else thinks, it's not your job that identifies you. It's not your bank account that identifies you. It's not the people around you that identifies you. It's the Holy Spirit within you. It's Christ in us is what he's looking at. Because when we walk in the flesh, we are separated from God, because God says it is impossible for us to please him when we're walking according to the world's way, doing what the world says we should do. You cannot please God that way. So you have to settle in your heart which direction and whose way are you going to choose and walk in. All right. In Hebrews. Chapter 4, verses 12 through 16, as it is written, 
for the word of God is alive and active. And there's a period there. That's it. It's settled. And you have to settle that in your spirit. For the word of God is alive and active. It's living. Sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates even dividing the soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in this creation is hidden from God's sight. Nothing. Everything is uncovered and laid before his eyes to whom we must give account. So your life has purpose. You have talents and gifts. Oh, you know what? I found out this. The gifts that he gives us, we put it on a shelf for whatever reason. And we, we choose to walk in our own way. And he's not going to bless that. You might have some temporal success in what you do. If it's not according to his will and his purpose for your life, you're not going to flourish. It ain't going to grow. It's not going to work. And you won't be happy. When you do the things that you know you're gifted to do, whether it be sewing, whatever it may be, there's, there's different gifts that he gives each and one of, each one of us. Because guess what? Who wants to do the same job? If everybody was a doctor, who's going to do the mechanics? All right. If everybody was a mechanic, who's going to be the chef? You know, so we got different talents. We got he gives us different talents and skills that he wants for his glory, for the kingdom to raise up the kingdom. All right. So, like I said, a lot of times we have gifts and we put it on the shelf because we don't want to do what he has purposed for us. Whether it be a barber, whatever it may be, hairdressing, whatever it may be, he has a gift specialized for you, a talent specialized for you. Your life matters. You have purpose here. You're not a mistake. You were created no matter how you came into this world. It was his will for you to be born. So with that understanding, you have purpose. Every seed that the, the father has put in the earth has purpose. Whether it be an apple seed, a pear seed, or, or, or a grapefruit, whatever it may be, that seed will, will bring forth that purpose that it, it is intended for. Whatever the Father has for you, he wants you to walk in it. All right. So when you find your purpose in this world and when you walk in the gifts that, and in the talents that he has given you, this is when you will prosper and grow and you will bring glory to his name. All right. Now watch this. In verse 14, Hebrews, New King James Version. Therefore, since we have a high, a great high priest, excuse me, who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. Verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. All right. So understand that Jesus understands this walk we walking. He did it without sin. He understands. All right. So you can't walk this life. By yourself. No one will be successful that way. We all need Jesus. All right. So with that understanding, he understands what you're going through. If nobody else does, he does. 
But guess what? We don't even give him that opportunity to give us the advice that we need. We try to do things in our own self-will and we fail and we become miserable. All right. So open the word of God. See what he has to say about your situation. Open up your heart to him. Let it all out. Because guess what? Nothing is uncovered. His eye sees everything. As it says, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's eyes. All right. So there's nothing that he does not know about already. He wants us to come forth, forth to him and lay it all out at his foot, at his feet. Lay it there. Lay it at his feet. All right. Just be truthful and honest and open. Father, I can't do this by myself. All right. I need you. Be open and honest and truth with him and watch what happens. Verse 16, as it is written, let us then approach God's throne with of grace with confidence. All right. Now, what is he saying? Confidence is not so much being, being built up in yourself. It's being built up in the word confidence in what he has said and what he has spoken, because it is impossible for God to lie. So when we approach him, we approach him with that confidence that his word is truth and he's going to back up his words. He will not let his words go void. He will back it up. Whatever's written, he will back it up. You can bank that. All right. That is a guarantee because it is impossible for God to lie. And when you settle that in your spirit, when you believe that in your heart and have no shadow of doubt, this is when the word becomes alive in your spirit and becomes truth to you. Now, that doesn't discount the word itself. The word is alive, period. All right. But you have to believe it in your spirit and walk in it. All right. Now, when you start reading the word, read it with that type of intent, with that purpose. Believe it in your spirit. Receive it in your spirit and just walk in it and trust the Lord. All right. Because at the end of the day. Whatever it may be that you're seeking, you have to put your foot out there and step forward. All right. If you don't make a step, he can't meet you nowhere. So you have to step out. Get out of that that situation that you're in by stepping forward and talking to him about it. All right. And allow him to to just work through you. All right. So when you're open like that, when you when you open to him and you're on your knees and you say, Father, I cannot do this by myself. I need you. He will show up. He will show up every time because guess what? He is our faithful father. There's other fathers out in this world that, well, well actually, he says, calls no, he says in his word, call no man father except me. And I had to, I had to slow down and check that because, you know, we all get in that habit of, that's my father. Your father is in heaven. That's your dad. All right. Now, that's just the word of God. Don't get mad at the messenger. That's the word of God. He is our father. All right. He is the one that brought us into this world. Men are just seed bearers. That's it. We just donate the seed. But he is your father. When all else fails, you can't say I didn't have a father. You have a father. We all have a father because your true identity is in Christ, which means we are spirit beings and God is spirit. He's going to come to your aid. He's going to rescue you in trouble. He will do what he said he will do. But you have to open the word and you have to 
talk that word. You have to speak it. You got to confess it. You got to walk in it. You got to believe it with your whole soul, spirit, and mind, and body. And when you do that, this is when things happen. All right? This is when the words jump off the page. All right? Now, watch this. If you're walking in sin, you got to put that on a burner. You got to leave that. You got to walk away from that. I don't care what you did in your past. He's not going to hold that against you. But if you want him to work in your life the way he wants to work in your life, you got to put sin to bed. You got to, not to bed in that sense, but to rest. That means kill it. Pull up those roots. All right. Whatever it is, whatever root of sin that keeps keeping you revisiting, you got to pull that up and toss it in to see where it came from. The enemy. All right. Cast it back to him. Don't. Keep it for yourself because the enemy is just to steal, kill, and rob. That's it, period. So you got to toss that back. You got to uproot all that bitterness. Whatever someone has done to you, forgive them, all right, because it frees you. And it allows God to it allows God to work through you. All right. But if you got bitterness in your heart and unforgiveness, God says, I can't do nothing with that. You got to let that go because guess what? When we were sinners, he sent his son down, his son down, sorry. And his son died for us while we were sinners. Jesus came. So God was forgiving us then. So if we can't forgive each other for what trespasses they have done, God says, I can't forgive you. Because God is not a hypocrite. And we can't be hypocrites. All right. We can't hold stuff against one another and expect him to bless us like that. That's not how he operates. God is righteous and just. All right. And his kingdom, his his kingdom, his high court is righteousness and justice, period. All right. So he's going to do things the right way. He's not going to bend the law or the ways just for us. We have to submit. All right. And become humble and follow what he says. It's just that way. It's that's the way it is. All right. And his way is always the best way. It's not to, it's not to sell you short. It's, God wants he wants to bless you immensely. He wants all the best things for you. Who wouldn't want that for their kids? Now, now this we, we have to give him that opportunity. Stop walking this this life uh, uh, in your own thinking, in your own way. And you're just going to keep hitting brick walls. And you wonder why things ain't working. Stop doing it your way. Give, give Jesus that opportunity to bless you and to show you the way because the enemy is just blinding you. The enemy, that's his whole purpose to keep you out of your, out of the purpose and the will of God. Because God wants to do great things with your life. Your life matters. And you gotta, you gotta have that in your spirit. You gotta settle that in your spirit. You got to receive that truth. All right. In Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 18 and 19. Flee sexual immorality, period. There's a period there. Those three words, flee sexual immorality. Why? Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? There's a question mark there. For you were bought at a price. 
Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now watch this. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father, right? In the higher court. He's waiting. Watch this. In Isaiah 43, 26, New King James Version, Jesus tells us, this is his word. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together so that you may be acquitted. Now, what we choose to do is we try to do things in our own way. When our kids go off the beaten path and start following the wrong crowd, we, we start condemning them. We start beating them up. And you know what? All they do is put up a guard. And they just sin more and more and more because that's that rebellious spirit. And you cannot defeat a rebellious spirit walking in the flesh. This is a spiritual battle. The enemy wants our children, period. He's trying to knock them off, not only with, with the violence that we're seeing, but with spiritual, demonic spirits of depression and all these other things that are entering their minds because they are not in the word like they should be. And they let they, we know. Well, guess what, parents? We are allowing the world to raise them by what they're seeing, the trends of the world. Wanting to be like so-and-so. Alright? So-and-so still don't have guidance. They, they may have, they may look and appear to have it all together, but guess what? They're human. So they need Jesus too. But they're not going to tell you that. They're going to tell you, be like me. But you don't even know the truth about them. They can be having all kind of problems that you don't know about. Everything that appears to be great on the surface may not always be that way. So you cannot put your faith in people like that. Your faith should be in the word and the word of God because God is the word and the word is God. Jesus is the word and the word is Jesus. Put your faith in the word and in Jesus and he will never fail you. Now watch this in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 3 verse 7. The father's telling us, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. What God is saying here in these two verses is to fear the Lord is to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. All right. To depart from evil means to deny your flesh. That means the world's way, the things that's going to cause you to sin. And when you're sinning, you're, you're separating yourself from the Spirit of God. God hates sin. He hates it. He, because he knows that is going to destroy his children. So he hates it. He hates when we walk in sin. He's telling us, do not be wise in your own eyes. Depart from evil. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. That means listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to the Holy Spirit because the enemy wants to rob you and steal. And the wages, basically, the wages of, of sin is death. Period. When you're walking in sin, that's going to lead to death. That's the word of God. In the book of Romans, let me let me just go there for a second. If you have your Bibles, New King James Version, watch this. This is in Roman, uh, the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 15 through 23. As it is written, what then shall we sin because we not are because we are not under the law, but under grace? There's a question mark by no means exclamation mark. Don't you know when you 
offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Question mark. Verse 17. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that is now claimed your allegiance. Verse 18. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Verse 19. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were freed from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at the time from those things which you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from the sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So what he's saying here is that when you are walking according to your flesh and you stayed on that route, it's going to eventually take your life. It's going to lead to death. Doing what everybody does because they're doing it, that's no excuse. When you know the truth, you, do, you have to do better. You have to go in the right direction. And you can't straddle the fence. You can't be doing one thing and doing the other. You can't be worshiping the Lord and trying to please the world. You can't do both. It doesn't work that way. You have to commit to the word. You have to commit to the Lord. You have to commit to holiness. All right, because at the end of the day, Jesus is coming back. He is coming back to this world. And he will claim everything. And he will burn everything that does not have his blessing and his purpose on this earth. So we have to make a decision today. Are we going to keep pleasing the world? Or are we going to live for Jesus who died for us? You have to make this decision. It's a choice. But you have to choose. Jesus is coming back. He is coming back, people. If you hear my voice, he is coming back. And I know this in my spirit. He visited me. He visited me. Jesus is reality. He is coming back. I'm telling you, he is coming back. So it's time to get your house in order. It's time to get it in order. Stop playing Russian roulette with your life. 
Because Jesus is coming back. So today is the day. Today is the day. Make that choice and choose his way. And watch how he blesses you. Your life matters. Your life has purpose. I hope and I pray that you turn away from the world's way and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your heart and follow him today. Amen. And God bless.